my name is Madison Crowley. I am your dungeon master this afternoon, and I want to introduce you to our adventures. First up, we have Dana Osley Olson. What's up? Brian Lockridge. Hello. And Sadler Bono. That's me. <laughs> hey, gang. <laughs> How is everybody doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm excited to uh, have our D&D podcast. Mm, I, yes. I was on the podcast app the other day, and I looked up D&D podcast, and none showed up. Wow, so really? The first one? Fill the void. We're the first? Yeah, I think Bad. we're the first. Uh, all righty, folks. Without any further ado, let's jump into today's game, shall we? So our adventure begins in a land of myth and legend where dragons fly overhead, mages channel the secrets of the arcane, and you can buy a grande soy iced coffee from the first Starbucks ever created. Uh, we're talking, of course, of the wonderful Seattle, Washington. Uh, today just happens to be a beautiful sunny day in mid-June here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, school is out. It has been for around two weeks now. Um, there's sailboats out on Lake Washington. Uh, it's a beautiful day. And uh, we have some folks who are getting ready to head to summer camp. Uh, what I need all of you to do is go ahead and just roll a d20 for me. Five. Six. <laughs> Nine. Oh, this is a bad start. All righty. So, first things first, uh, Camp Judson, oh, of course. I crush my mic. Awesome. Thank you. Good start. Good start. But it is a beautiful day here in the Pacific Northwest, and a bunch of folks are getting ready to go to camp, specifically Camp Judson, uh, which is located pretty far north, almost right near the uh, U.S.-Canada border. And it's a little island out in the Puget Sound uh, that has the best summer camp in the entire Pacific Northwest. Um Brian's moving around, which is unfortunate because uh, we're actually going to do some character introductions. Uh, so what we see first is a, a beautiful, uh, very up-to-date looking uh, Subaru with uh, uh, <laughs> with uh, kind of tinted windows, um, and there is a... Uh, a pair of folks sitting in the front seat. The driver is this uh, older mage, probably uh, mid-30s. And the uh, younger one is uh, a student, a camper. Brian, please describe your character. In character voice or in not in character voice? Baby, in character voice. Well, in not in character voice, and then we start the scene in character voice. Okay. Click, click. Did you did you spike the? the... No, that's got to stay in. <clears throat> okay. Uh, sitting in the passenger seat is our own Halberd Ragehammer. He is all of four eleven, ninety five pounds wet. He has medium uh, length curly red hair that is cut just so it doesn't cover his eyes. Um, he's seen always wearing the same baggy jeans with um, a baggy hoodie that he normally has the hood on with his large. Uh, headphones over his ears or around his neck playing whatever cantation he's studying that day um when he's walking around school he'll be found with his messenger his overflowing messenger backpack slung across his shoulder with different leather bound uh groupings of papers uh and different component pouches kind of falling about 
And then uh, many times has he had to speak with the school administration over his friend Thelonious, which is his weasel. Thelonious? Yeah, like Thelonious Monk. The yeah. Jet. yeah. <laughs> That's cute as hell. Yeah, Thelonious. That is wonderful. And I'm in the passenger seat with my mentor, I guess, Simon. Heck yeah. Uh, Simon is uh, your mentor, also uh, your parents' personal assistant. Uh, He's uh, the one tasked with uh, driving you to camp drop-off while your parents and your brother are away on tour. Um, You see that you guys are kind of driving. Um, It's a little bit of a drive from where you guys live up to the drop-off where you're going to take the ferry to camp. Um, And every once in a while, probably every 15 minutes or so, you see Simon kind of uh, glance over and look at you. Um, He's super cool. Uh, What was that? My forehead is just against the passenger window. Is it raining? Uh, it is not raining. It is an aggressively beautiful day. I am using prestigitation to moisten the window to make it look like it's raining. And I, my forehead is just leaning against the window and I'm just like being mopey and sad. Uh, you see Simon kind of looks at me and says, Hey, hey bud, how are you? how are you doing over there? Not great. Going to camp. That's exciting. Yeah, and this is the second year in a row that I'm not on tour with my parents when I should have been all along. They said the summer going into high school. That's the year that you get to do the East Coast tour or West Coast tour. You know, your your parents care about you and they they want you to be involved with what they're doing. I mean, they're... They're big time adventures and they they want to take you, but their job is is dangerous, dude, and they want to keep you safe. So I'm sure that part of the considerations into you hanging back, going to camp this summer is, you know, they want to keep you safe. You're the baby. Simon. Yeah. You know that's not true. They just don't want a wizard walking around in their party because that doesn't fit the PR image. And I'm not the baby. I'm the big brother. I know, but you, your parents have always treated you. Look, I know this isn't necessarily what you wanted, right? You wanted to go on tour, wanted to do some fancy adventuring. But I've been studying ritual spells all summer so I could do things to support my parents in their adventuring. You just you just studied ritual spells. You don't have any immediate well, no, cast some, spells. But, like I figured I'd, I you know I could be the guy that like identifies their stuff and you know reads the the puzzles on the walls and you know that was gonna be my thing. I thought maybe if I could brand myself with like a thing, then my parents would be more likely to take me on tour. Look, I. Uh... How I'm going to be as straightforward with you as I possibly can. Your your parents are great people. Don't get me wrong. They pay for me to have a job that I love and being an intern for them is great. I get to, you know, study and get an inside scoop on, you know, what it's like to be an adventurer. 
but they're not, they're not the smartest people I've ever met. And I think that them leaving you behind is a mistake on their part. And one that, you know, I, I tried to talk them out of, but. You did? Yeah. Well, thanks, Simon. Yeah, of course, dude. Are, are you going on their tour after I'm off to camp? No, I'm uh, supposed to stay home and take care of the plants, which is fine. You know, See, it's a wizard thing. That's what I'm saying. It's a wizard thing. I, you know, uh, melee combatants have always had this like weird thing with magic. They don't understand it. And so it scares them. And I get that. I really do. And, you know, you, you are, you fear what you don't understand. And, you know, your parents just don't understand how talented you are. One day they will. One day they will. Yeah, you're right. Hey, listen. Um, if you reach back into the back seat, there's actually something back there for you. First day of camp present? Yeah, something like that. Oh, nice! I reach back. Uh, you reach into the back seat. There's a little, like, uh, box that's wrapped up in, like, uh butcher paper uh you tear it open and uh as you do simon says uh your folks <laughs> sent back oh no simon says sorry i'm sorry i bet you stay in it is charming to me <laughs> that you are laughing as hard as you are I just, it did not occur to me until you just did any of you think about that oh 100 percent Wow, that did not occur to me until you just got. I think in session point five, I said, haha, Simon says out loud. Damn. <laughs> uh, okay. Simon uh, says, uh, as you're ripping this package open, he kind of leans over and says, I, uh, your folks sent back their last kind of haul of loot from their last adventure and uh, I saw this in there and I figured since it's not really their uh, style it should go to someone who can appreciate it uh, and you open it up and uh, in this box is a like necklace like a talisman uh, looking at it on the end of the necklace there is an hourglass and inside the hourglass is this, like, bright purple sand that isn't sitting at the bottom of the hourglass. It's, like, floating in between the two, almost like a lava lamp. Um, has a long chain on it. And as you kind of hold it up, you notice it's on a bracket so that you can uh, wear it and still spin it either way. Um, and he says, I, I figured that it might be a, a cool arcane focus. Simon, yes, yeah. is probably the coolest thing that I have ever been in possession of. It it so perfectly encompasses what is so fascinating about Chronergy. Oh, <laughs> I thought you. you'd appreciate it. Yeah, Thank of course. So and I just kind of I, I I sit there holding on to it, and I immediately put it on my neck, and I'm just sitting there spinning it and observing how the sand moves and the physics of it. Heck yeah. Uh, you uh, sit 
in the car, the rest of the car ride, admiring this uh, new arcane focus that's gifted to you by uh, Simon. Um, and eventually, uh, you guys uh, pull up uh, to the docks. You see there's a bunch of kids there um, that are all uh, getting ready to head over a bunch of counselors specifically that are all getting ready to head over to Camp Judson. And uh, next, we're going to jump over to a... uh, Dane, what kind of car do your parents drive? Oh, we drive a sort of white pearlescent Escalade. Awesome. Uh, so you see there is this uh, white Escalade cruising down I-5 um, with uh, three passengers. There's a, a older man in the front seat who has like a nice suit on, uh, got, has a bit of a beard, but um, is uh, generally well-groomed, very crisp-looking, beautiful watch. Um, there's a, a woman in the passenger seat um, who uh, has kind of long brown hair um she has her glasses kind of perched on the end of her nose she's scrolling through her smartphone um and in the back seat is our friend brad dane please describe your character for us brad is violently excited to go to camp um he's wearing a he's already wearing a sort of cut off camp judson t-shirt um he's wearing cut off jeans He's got a pair of Nike Air Maxes with sort of mid-calf white socks. He's got a red headband on, um, humming camp songs to himself, uh, just thinking about how great this summer is going to be. Heck yeah. Uh, By your side, you've got your trusty uh, baseball bat, um, which was a gift to you from uh, the school that you go to, Ducrest High, um, from the uh, sports team there. And uh, you see your mom is uh, scrolling through her phone, and uh, she is calling things out to you. She says, uh, sunscreen. Double. Uh, extra socks. Mom, I have so many socks. Do you have extra socks? Yes, I have extra socks. In case my, a lot of socks all get wet at the same time. Emergency radio. Emergency radio. I have my emergency radio. AM, FM, emergency radio. It's got a flashlight and it hand cranks in case the power goes out. Excellent. Uh, survival kit? Survival kit is in my bag. Then there were ten frogs in the hole. I love that one. Very well. Uh, you see your dad has his like Bluetooth in and is currently talking on the phone to someone somebody in some office somewhere it's a saturday um but they're still he's still conducting business over the phone law doesn't take time off and you hear as uh every once in a while in a break in his conversation he goes uh amelisa i'm sure he's got everything that he needs all right um and she goes well there's no harm in double checking my goodness um and she kind of fully turns around to look at you in the back seat and says So, what are you looking forward to most about camp? Well, this year, 
I get to be in charge of things. We're going to do canoe races. We're doing life jacket races. We're doing a diving contest. Mom, I am going to make this year so fun. That's wonderful. I have a question. Mm, Yes, I have at least one answer. I know that... Chloe is going to be a counselor as well. Yes, she is. That was not a question, Mom. That was a statement. <laughs> right, right, right. You're right. Um, and I, I of course, have never attended camp. Um, however, I know some of the culture involved. And I want you to be safe. Mom, I'm very safe all the time. Yes, I am. I will be safe at camp. Okay, sweetheart, I need you to fully understand me. Mom, I did pack condoms. (sighs) (laughs) All right, son. Some just-in-case rubbers she puts her hand up is that was that the question you were asking yes that was the question that i'm asking thank you for answering the question darling of course mom i am an astoundingly trustworthy son yes yes you are darling i she fully turns back into the looking into the back seat again she goes i understand that Breaking up with Chloe was very hard for you. And I know that you have expressed that you still have feelings for her. However, I want you to make sure that you're you're taking care of yourself. You know? I don't... And I know that you think that I don't like her, and it's not that I don't like her. I think she's a lovely young woman. However, you are so much better than her. (laughs) Mom, I appreciate that very much. I will tell you, the C in summer stands for camp, not Chloe. The C in summer stands for camp, not Chloe. All right, all right. But if you need anything at all, I know you're probably not going to have service on the island, but if you need anything at all, you know that you can contact us. I'm going to have a station open, so if you need to radio me, I'll be around i'm gonna have folks in the office monitoring stuff so even if i'm in the middle of something that they can come and grab me okay i'm just worried you know of course mama i love you very much it's i this is not the first camp summer it always is great (laughs) this is the first camp summer since you've hit puberty though which is a little concerning mom i'm gonna tell you right now this line of questioning is making me a little bit uncomfortable. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's fine. It's fine. I trust you. You're what right. happens at camp stays at camp. Oh, boy. Um. Okay. <laughs> We're. I trust you, and I trust that if you need absolutely anything, you won't hesitate to let me know. Of course, Mom. All right. Fine. Fine. Uh, you guys, uh, eventually 
pull up to the docks uh, where folks are taking the ferry. You see there's already a bunch of students kind of with everyone's luggage. Uh, you haul all of your bags uh, out of the back of the Escalade. Your dad helps you. He's still talking. Um, but as he unloads your stuff, he kind of stops for a moment. He looks at you and says, hey, have hey. a great summer, kiddo. Thanks, Pop. Make me and your mom proud. Of course. I firmly shake his hand. <laughs> he shakes your hand back very, very firmly um, and smiles at you. Uh, your mom gives you a kiss on both cheeks, and uh, you can hear uh, your dad kind of patting her back and saying, he's going to be fine uh, as you walk away into uh, the docks to board the ferry. Can I cast bless on my mom so she doesn't cry in the car <laughs> you may absolutely cast bless on your mom um how do you cast bless on your mother i say mom i love you very much please don't cry in the car <laughs> uh you feel the I warmth. i put my hand on her shoulder yeah you feel the warmth radiate from your fingertips as you put your hand on uh your mom's shoulder and she kind of nods you see her kind of take a deep breath and steal herself and she kind of nods and says i love you very much and i hope you have a wonderful time at camp i love you too mama all right bye bye and safe uh they climb back into the car bye um Elsewhere on the docks, um, we see that uh, there is an individual currently wearing like a uh, kind of short cropped hair. They're wearing like a like a baseball cap and a T-shirt that says like I heart wa like a tourist t-shirt that says mm. I Heart Washington. Um, they've got a pair of binoculars. They're kind of looking out at the sound. Um, and walking up to them um, is another individual. Uh, Sadbo, please describe your character for everybody. Um, let's see. My character is about 5'11", has a 5 o'clock shadow, wearing uh, shades um, a black sweatshirt with absolutely no, like, um, company things added at all, a black baseball cap that's brand new, like you can't, uh, there's, <laughs> it's never been worn before, um, khaki, khaki slacks, and then, um, like, leather uh dress shoes that are polished and uh he walks up to this uh tourist and says i didn't realize this was a sad occasion uh you see the the individual they're kind of looking out binoc out of some binoculars um but without uh Taking their binoculars down, you see uh, them pull a manila envelope out of their uh, bag that they have uh, on their arm, and they set it on kind of the uh, arm rail and uh, start to slide it over to you. And they say, um, afternoon, agent. Um, inside, you'll find all the information you need. Yes, good afternoon. And then... Uh... My uh, character opens up the uh, 
manila envelope and looks inside. Heck yeah. You open it up. There's a, a bunch of files and photographs and whatnot. Um, and you see the first page in this folder is a missing persons flyer for a young woman named Jenna Millsberger. Uh, Jenna Millsberger uh, disappeared last year at the end of camp um, after uh Right before the very last day of camp celebrations, uh, nothing was found of her. Um, she would have been a junior at Ducrest High. Um, and uh, her disappearance, while not necessarily sensational or uh, very kind of didn't make a lot of appearances in the media. It definitely raised some red flags for uh, your employer. Um, you see this agent says, as you're kind of looking through the files, they also start to talk to you more about the case. And they say, um, all right, so um, local police did a search of the island itself. Didn't find any remains. What they didn't search is Fort Warden. That's the old military base on the north end of the island. The area has been condemned as unsafe for uh, quite a while, ever since the fort shut down in the late 80s or so. Back in the day, Fort Warden served as a communications hub, but there's all sorts of rumors about what was actually going on, you know how it is. One piece of classified information and all anyone can talk about is infernal child soldiers and extraterrestrial communications and unauthorized fey portals and blah blah blah. So though I'm certainly interested to hear what your theories are. I hate the cops. <laughs> And I have no idea what you're talking about. And then I walk away. Uh, you see, as you walk away, uh, in your peripheral vision, as you walk away from this person, they actually fully bring the binoculars down and fully look at you. Um, and you just walk away. Um, awesome. Yes. I, I'm going to try to make small talk with some of the uh, other children. Awesome. <laughs> Go ahead and make a perception check. All right. It's a 17. A 17. Um, you see there is a young man currently getting out of uh, a, a SUV Um has like a bunch of bags and stuff. You see there's another kind of older mage uh, in the car uh, who's kind of waving goodbye and uh, you here. All right, Hal, have a great summer. You need anything? Let me know. Um, I'm not going to have any service. Well, you can like write letters and stuff, right? Yeah, I okay. will. Thanks, you're telling me you're not going to write me any letters this summer? No, Come on. Yeah. You know, we'll hang out every summer. Right. I'll write you letters. I'll write you letters. Have a, have a good summer. I hope the succulents don't die. Yeah, me too. Your dad will kill me. Literally. <clears throat> right. Right. Anyway, bye. Have bye. a great one. And the car drives away. Yep, I'll walk up to this... Uh other child and i'll say hello donovan hayes 16 years old it's uh great to meet you oh um 
Hi, hi, sir. Um, are you one of the like, like camp staff this year? Uh, yes, I'm a camp counselor. You know, I am going into my sophomore year of high school, so it's about the age where I would do such a、uh, a thing. I, I just moved here from the、uh, Washington D.C. area,、um, and、uh, you know, I want to be an adventurer, so. I,、uh, you know, heard about this camp, and it seemed like the perfect opportunity to increase my skills. Are you, I'm confused. Are you like doing one of those GED programs where like you come back to high school? Oh, I see. My、uh, prominent body hair is distracting you. I assure you that there is a perfectly logical explanation. <laughs> see, even though Donovan Hayes is a.、Uh, Irish name. I'm in fact from Italian American descent, and、um, I recently reached puberty. Thus, my dark and thick body hair is、uh, just a side effect of the throes of growing up. Wow! So you're sixteen? Ah,、uh, yes, yes. Donovan Hayes, sixteen years old. It's a beautiful,、uh, it's a beautiful thing. The youth. Wow, I, I'm I'm only fourteen. I'm kind of barely made the cut and skipped a grade. So I'm I, I hope I, I look like you in a in a year and a half. Oh, I'm sure you will. Oh,、uh, my, my name is、uh, Halbert. You can call me Hal. Oh, Hal, it's、uh, it's very nice to meet you. Do you want to be best friends? I'm new in town, and I need、uh, someone to sort of show me around. Ah,、uh, are are you serious? Um, <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't I be serious? I'm a child who's insecure because of. I'm insecure too. Oh, that's perfect. You, I've never had someone like tall and with facial hair want to be my friend.、Um, <laughs> well, I, now you do. Yeah. No, I. I like. I mean, I. I know. I, I know.、Uh, I know a lot of people. I, I can definitely show you around. I'm a tutor, or I will be a tutor. I can. I know people. Hmm. Nice. Yes. Introduce me to all of your friends. Right. All of my friends. You two are currently standing on、uh, the dock. You notice as the、uh, ferry pulls up,、um, folks are starting to board. There's a big、uh, kind of poster that's on the wall of one of the buildings、um, nearby that has a big poster of like a, a, a orca whale breaching,、um, and it talks about.、Uh, Judson Island, which is the island that the camp is on, as a whale watching attraction,、um, and you guys all start to、uh, get on the ferry.、Uh, Brad,、um, as you are getting on the ferry,、uh, you see、uh, friggin' Peter Gwynn and a bunch of football dudes kind of standing up towards the front, who are all kind of、uh, shaking each other's hands. They got all their stuff up there,、uh, kind of making making a spot. Up at the front, boys. What is up? Oh man, dude, Brad. You see a bunch of dudes all like, "Oh, hey man, hey, how's it going? Welcome." Oh man, first day at camp. Hell yeah, dude. Hey, let's go help uh load people on. 
Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, let's do let's do it. Hey, conditioning never takes an off day. A little bit of strength training never hurt anyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you see Peter kind of roll out his eyes while he smiles at you and they say, all right. Um, uh, you guys uh, head back um, uh, towards the uh, back of the boat and start helping people carry their luggage. You see there's uh, two individuals, um, one taller and one uh, shorter, that are currently carrying their luggage on. Uh, you see our, our friends uh, Donovan and Hal. Oh, let me get that for you, sir. Oh, you don't have to call me sir. I'm your peer, a 16-year-old child. Yeah, this is um Donovan. Donovan is a, a, a tra- transfer from Washington, D.C.? Yes, the Washington, D.C. area. Yeah, he's 16. Yes, I am. Um, okay. I, yeah. Would you like me to help you carry that bag? Yes, I would. Thank you. So. And I give him like a briefcase. (laughs) I'll take your briefcase. I'm I'm Brad. I hold out my hand. I shake his hand. Yes, I give him a firm handshake that asserts dominance. Donovan, that's an adult man's handshake. Well, <laughs> my father, who is 50 years old, says the same thing. Hey, my dad taught me how to shake hands, too. I get it. Yo, you're going to really like camp. Yes, I, th- I think so. I will. I always, uh, you know, I've only been a camper so far. I'm finally old enough to uh, be a camp counselor, so I'm excited. Oh, you went to camp out east? Yes, yes, out in the Washington, D.C. area. I have been to many a summer camp. That's that's very cool. Yes, it is. It's where I met my ex-girlfriend. Oh, how I miss her, Marianne. You know, she was she was beautiful, and we tried to make it work when I moved out here, but... Alas, we were both in denial about it. It, you know, about a month in, it, it all fell apart, and I'm still very broken up about it. In fact, I'm. It's hard to even talk about it. You've had a girlfriend. Yes, yes, of course. Like all kids my age, I had a my yeah, first love. It was adolescent and foolhardy, but it was pure in a way oh Marianne that sounds amazing oh it's amazing and terrifying and everything in between Brad had a girlfriend too I mean I don't know I just saw it I'm sorry I didn't I just saw you guys they would hold hands at lunch and kiss and oh i'm sorry i'm gonna i'm gonna i walk onto the the ferry <laughs> hal walks onto the boat uh brad you look over and you see that peter gwynn is currently holding like three 
uh, hot pink suitcases all matching. Um, I know exactly who those belong that, to. That uh, Chloe McDonald is currently uh, making her oh, way yeah. onto the boat. Um, Brad, you look over, and Peter Gwynn is currently carrying like three or four bright pink uh, suitcases uh, that all belong to Chloe McDonald. Uh, you look, you see Chloe has, uh, uh, and uh, Donovan and Hal, you see this too. Uh, Chloe is about to be a senior. She has long white hair. Um, she has kind of winged eyeliner on. Um, she has an old Camp Judson t-shirt that's like tied in the front. And she has like the hiking shorts on and the hiking shoes. Um, and she uh, laughs very loudly um, at something Peter says uh, as they uh, start to board the ferry together. That's my Marianne. Oh. <laughs> yes. Well, it would be inappropriate for me to comment on that. Not, not because of um, her being a different age than me, but because she's your ex-girlfriend. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. No, I know. It's... Uh... And that, that guy, his name is Peter. We're on the football team together, and I I know he likes her, and that's weird. Yes. Oh, Marianne left me for a different man also. I mean, she has needs, you know, and we were both denying her them uh, when we were trying the long-distance thing. But, I mean, you, you know how it goes. <sighs> She's probably happier. Hey. Just remember the sea in summer is for camp, not Chloe. The sea in summer is for camp, not Marianne. Marianne. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I appreciate you taking my suitcase. Uh, Absolutely. You're a stand-up, uh, stand-up guy. I'm, uh, I'm going to go with my best friend over here um, <laughs> and uh, get, uh, get, get settled in to my, my summer job. For sure. Well, uh, see you on the ferry. We'll see you on land. Can't wait for first campfire. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to uh, to do that and gossip. Oh, <laughs> a lot of gossip. Yes, a lot of talking about ourselves. Perfect. I'll I'll go now. And then I will walk onto the boat. Awesome. You walk onto the ferry. Uh, Brad, you pick up uh, Donovan's suitcase. Put his briefcase in the pile of other suitcases. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, you guys all get onto the ferry. The last uh, couple of folks all get on as well. Um, you see it's a bunch of folks from Ducrest High and other high schools in the area. Um, and even some folks from like Colorado and as far as uh, uh, Minnesota as well. Um, there's a bunch of folks um, who are all here to be camp counselors at Camp Judson, um, the Pacific Northwest's number one camp for young adventurers. Um, the ferry takes off. Uh, you guys uh, see there's a, a water genasi individual who is uh, your captain who uh, gives the signal for 
everyone to go ahead and close stuff up. Uh, they load you all on with all of your stuff and you guys set sail. Um, while you guys are cruising, go ahead and make uh, everyone make a perception check. Well, I rolled a three plus three. So six so total? I got, a, I got a six total. Okay. Six. I got another I got a seven. Seventeen. A seventeen and an eleven. Got it. Um, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm a fool. <laughs> you fool. Uh, Brad, you're kind of hanging out. You see that uh, for it's a long ferry ride to get to uh, Judson Island. Um, so you guys have a little bit of downtime, probably around 45 minutes to an hour of downtime until you get there. Um, what is Brad up to? I get out a deck of playing cards and see if anybody wants to play presidents and assholes. Uh, yeah, some <laughs> of the guys on the football team. Uh, play cards with you. You see, uh, eventually, as you guys are playing, uh, Peter comes over and joins you, and he uh, uh, sits down with you all and says, hey, so I think uh, first shindig is going to be tomorrow night, and uh, we're going to meet kind of out in the woods a little bit, maybe find some uh, new spots. I know last year uh, there was this... uh, awesome bunker that we found but um maybe this year we can see if we can get into it you know what i mean um brett you as this is your first time as a counselor and uh all of these folks who are also on the football team um are clearly discussing something that you are unfamiliar with and you see peter looks at you and says brett you should join us I think you'd have a good time. Hell yeah. Let's let's do it. Tight. Cool. Tomorrow night, around midnight, we're going to all meet kind of out back in the forest. We're going to, you know, have a little party. Oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. That cool or... No, that'll be great. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Um, a party that the camp does not know about. <laughs> no, definitely not. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I would... You don't have a problem with that, do you? Because that would be kind of lame. I... Dude, have a small problem with it, but I, that's a personal <laughs> issue, and we're going to make it work. Okay, cool. Well, I guess we'll uh, see you there. And if you invite everyone, just make sure they're cool, okay? Don't invite anybody who's, like, you know, lame. Yeah, of course. No, that I mean, that makes sense for sure, for sure. Cool. Um, awesome. You okay, dude? Yes. Yes, I'm fine. It's a... It's good. A party is is a good thing to do. Cool. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Okay. (laughs) 
and I you walk stand away. up and you walk away. I cool. stand up and I walk away. You stand up and you walk away. Uh, how? Uh, as you guys are cruising, you're kind of looking over the edge of the boat, um, and you see just below the surface uh, some movement, like a glint of a uh, reflection just below the surface of the boat. Donovan. Um. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Hi. Have you ever, have you ever seen a whale? Uh, a whale? Um, in my short life on the East Coast? Uh, I'm afraid not. <laughs> I have read about them, though, and learned about them in uh, middle school, which I was in recently. Yeah, me too. I think we're going to see a whale. And I, like, lean over the edge, hoisting my feet off the ground. Uh, you lean over the edge. Uh, go ahead and just make an acrobatics check for me. Yeah, well, then switching characters, everyone. And acrobatics or in athletics? Uh, I'll let you choose either one. All right, 14. A 14. Uh, you uh, lean over the edge and you see just as you do, um, this uh, form leaps out of the water and it is a, a merfolk, a person who lives in the <gasps> Puget Sound. Um and you see the kind of the long uh, hair, uh, fish tails, um, kind of the dark greenish blue skin. Um, and they wave to you. Um, you see they also have like a Camp Judson t-shirt on. Um, and uh, they wave as they uh, break the service. Um, and uh, you hear through snippets, they say, hey, I'm going to... Camp Judson 2. Oh my gosh! Me too, I'm going to be a camp counselor there this year. Are you a camper? No, I'm a counselor too. I'm doing swimming lessons. Oh, what's your name? Uh, my name is Merida. What's yours? Um, I'm Hal, and this is my best friend Donovan. He's yes, Donovan Hayes, sixteen years old. <laughs> you see, uh, Merida uh, uh, jumps up and says, "Nice to meet you." Yes, yes, it's uh, fantastic to meet another um, camp counselor. Uh, you guys uh, cruise along um, as uh, you guys continue sailing. I keep clicking the goddamn thing um we're good uh, as you guys uh continue sailing you see uh camp judson appear in the distance judson island uh it's a beautiful little island uh lined with evergreen trees um you see uh across um the kind of horizon line there is a radio tower stretching up in the distance and you see uh that's the only thing that kind of interrupts the skyline of camp judson that isn't uh the beach directly in front and then trees uh further back you see that there are uh as you guys dock um there are uh all of the shops and stuff are that are nearby are kind of closed up as it is not a uh, whale sighting season and no longer. Um, they're all closed up because there's no business to be had. People aren't spending the hour long uh, trip to get there. Um, the only ferry that is coming 
during the season is the one to drop uh, campers and counselors off and then the one to pick them up at the end of the summer. Um, so you guys all uh, disembark. You grab your suitcases and luggage and stuff. Uh, Brad, you see uh, Peter again carrying multiple of uh, Chloe McDonald's uh, suitcases. Um, and you see that there are uh, two individuals that are currently standing on the dock greeting people. They have uh, like highlighter, like neon yellow Camp Judson shirts on. Um, and they have little name tags as well as uh, clipboards. Um, and you see there is a girl who has kind of a uh, strawberry blonde hair and back in a ponytail. And there is a young man who kind of has uh, like light brown hair. Um, and they're smiling at everyone and they say, hello, welcome, welcome counselors. Hello everybody, welcome. And they kind of greet you as you guys disembark. Um, you see one of them uh, comes up to you, Brad, and she says, hi there, I'm going to be Karen. I'm going to be one of your head counselors this year. Um, I just want to make sure that you're taking your stuff and you're going to the meeting hall because that's where we're going to be doing introductions um, and a little bit of debriefing before we start today. So feel free to make your way that way. Um, and uh, you get shepherded by uh, Karen. Uh, the other individual comes up to you, Helen Donovan, says, all right, dudes, uh, feel free to take your stuff and head to the meeting hall. That's where we're all going to be chatting before, uh, before everyone goes to their cabins. So make sure you take your stuff because uh, you're not going to get a chance to drop it off because that's where we're going to be passing out cabin keys. So go ahead and head to the meeting hall. Well, perfect. Thank you. Yeah, Can no I just problem. say, I am very excited to be a counselor, and you certainly did not make a mistake when you hired me. I'm going to make the most of this opportunity. That is not alarming to hear at all, and I am super excited to have you. Hey, I'm Kevin. He Kevin? holds out his hand for you. Halberd Ragehammer. You can call me Hal. Hal, it's fan. nice to meet you. You know, I think that, you know, you're going to have a great time. You're a, you're a counselor, right? Yeah. Not a not a camper. No, no. You're not I, in middle I'm, school? No, no. I am still 14, but I'm going into my sophomore year. I just skipped a year and I have a late birthday. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. Well, we're glad to have you, dude. Go ahead and head right into the meeting hall. Yes. Yeah, nice to meet you, Kevin. Super yeah. excited. Got to make the most of this. Oh, it's going to be so excited. It's going to be the best summer ever. Um. And you guys uh, head to the meeting hall, which is just the mess hall when mess isn't open. You guys all head to the main meeting hall here at camp. Uh, it is great for those of you who have been to Camp Judson before. It is great to be back here. Kind of surreal because there's no campers yet. It's just counselors. So it's pretty quiet. Um, a lot of the buildings are still a little bit closed up. Um, lots of uh dark uh dark windows um but you all head to the main meeting hall you get passed out the new camp judson t-shirts that have the camp logo on them um they're uh plain white and as uh, they get passed out uh karen says Right, so I know the t-shirts look super plain right now, but we had the idea that later this week, one of our events that we're going to put on is a tie-dyeing session, which is so fun, right? Um, so everyone's so going to get a chance to tie-dye their t-shirts, so don't worry. Wow. 
Um, and you guys get um, all of your kind of uh, little crates that have some kind of emergency equipment, uh, binders with uh, information about who your campers are and their emergency contacts, uh, emergency procedures. You see that Kevin hands out a giant copy of the staff handbook to everyone and says, all right, guys, so, you know, the staff handbook is super important, as it is every year, so I just want to remind everyone to take a look and uh, make sure that we're reading the rules. There's just a couple things that I want to highlight. You know, it's super important uh, that we are uh, following emergency procedures, so in the event of a camper or counselor death, make sure that you notify the front office immediately and that we all have emergency teams they meet in the back of the main office cabin okay and that's where you're going to take role for your campers um, so make sure that you always have your camp roster with your clipboard around so you can take that role in case of emergency okay um, the second thing we really want to emphasize is that you know the uh, it's camp everybody's having a good time but curfew is 8 30 and for counselors it is nine so make sure lights out at 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 8 30 at the latest and then counselors we really got to be in by bed by nine because you know we, our campers are looking up to us as role models and we want to make sure that we're being good role models for them okay um, does anyone have any questions about the staff handbook or anything so far? Yeah. I, I raised my, I, this is a fucking Yeah, my contract. new best friend, Hal. Go for I it. I raised my hand. Um, <clears throat> you, there's emergency numbers to call just in case of camper injury and death? Yeah, so if in the event of camper injury or death or counselor injury or death, you want to radio karen or myself asap okay and we're gonna follow emergency procedures we're gonna decide whether or not it's a situation that calls for uh any type of uh 911 call though we hate to do that because it literally takes them hours to get here um so just make sure that you know the best course of action the best emergency procedure is preventative okay so the best thing you can do to keep your counselors and keep uh, your campers safe is to, you know, really when we're doing free swim, make sure that you're keeping an eye on your, your campers when we're, you know, doing kind of a, a, a free hour out in the, the playground, make sure that you keep an eye on your counselors, that sort of thing. So, you know, the best course of action is really preventive, but in the case of emergency, do make sure to let Karen or myself know as soon as possible. Well, uh, there's going to be a broadcast on the PA system that'll tell everyone to meet behind the main office. We'll meet there. You're going to take roll of your campers, and we'll decide what to do from there. I raised my hand again. Yeah, my best friend, Hal. Thank you. I'm Hal, everyone. Um, <clears throat> are we all going to have our own radios all the time? And how do we charge those? And where do we charge them? And then in the morning, do we just go get them? And then how do we make sure that they're charging overnight? And are we going to have plugins in our cabin? So maybe we can just charge it by my bedside so that if I need to call for an emergency, I can do it right then. I'm sensing a lot of anxiety, and I want to tell you right now that it's totally cool. We're going to all, as a group, take a couple of deep breaths, okay? So we're going to do one right now that's going to be I in through these. the nose. Ready, in. And out through the mouth. Here we go. 
All right, that was really good, guys. I know this is crazy. There's a lot to go over, but you're going to have the best summer ever, y'all. Um, in answer to your question, Hal, um, your walkie-talkies are going to be distributed probably, like, right now. And you see Karen kind of holds up a basket that has a bunch of walkie-talkies in it. Um, they're all labeled with numbers, so you each get assigned a numbered walkie-talkie. Um, and... Uh, Karen says, all righty, folks, so every evening your walkie-talkie needs to be plugged in at a charging port. We're going to make those available in each of your cabins. That way you don't have to go to the front office every morning to get it. And that's how you're going to communicate with the rest of your counselors while you're here. Um, so if for whatever reason you need to contact a counselor, since texting and calling isn't really going to work, since we don't really have signals um, out here, you're going to want to use your walkie-talkie. Um, you see, as uh, Karen's passing out walkie-talkies, you each get a walkie-talkie. Uh, oh, yeah, pal, do you have a question? It can wait. Are you sure? Are we going to be sleeping in our cabins alone before the campers get there? And then are we going to be sleeping in the cabins with our people? And do we have our own room? Or are we going to be there? And then do we have to spend a, light, a night alone in our cabin before our campers get here? Great questions. Um, I'll answer that for everybody. So this first night, due to recent circumstances, we want to make sure that every cabin of campers actually has two counselors assigned to it. And this is just a reminder to everyone that campers should not be alone one-on-one -on -one with counselors at any time. You should always have another buddy with you. That's how we get lawsuits. Um, so what uh, is going to happen is you're going to have two counselors in a cabin, so you'll have a buddy tonight before your campers get here. Uh, campers are arriving first thing tomorrow morning. Morning. So right after breakfast tomorrow morning, remember 7-12-7, that's the meal schedule here. Um, campers are going to arrive just after breakfast. We'll do a big greeting party. Everyone uh, will get settled and assigned to your cabins. Um, you will need to greet all of your campers and make sure everyone gets settled in. Um, and it's a really good idea. Please uh, make sure that you're greeting parents as well tomorrow you know these parents are leaving their children with us for the summer we want to make sure that they uh know who they're entrusting their children with um so make sure you know just to do a little a little hello and you know a little introduction always goes far so don't be afraid to do that um, but uh, tonight will just be you and your co-counselor um, and then tomorrow you'll have a bunch of campers Thank you. Of course. Does anyone else have any questions? I'm hearing a lot of silence, which I'm going to take as a good thing. Alrighty, and this is just a reminder that dinner tonight is at 7, remember, 7, 12, 7, um, and everyone should make sure that your walkie-talkie gets plugged in and you test it today, so if anyone has any trouble with their walkie-talkie, let me know, um, but I think this summer is really going to be great, guys. I'm so excited, so we're going to dismiss everyone now that it's uh, going to have probably around a half an hour until dinner. And then uh, we'll go to bed, and tomorrow's going to be campers. And you watch as she kind of starts to clap, and Kevin also starts to clap. I clap. Yay! Okay. Um, all right, well, counselors dismissed. Uh, and you guys have around a half an hour of downtime until dinner.
Hey, Donovan, do you want to be my uh, buddy tonight in my cabin? Oh, I guess I should have asked if we picked them or not. I assumed they were assigned to us. Oh, you're right. Kevin? Or Karen? Yeah, dude, what's up? Uh, do we get to pick who's in our cabin tonight? Uh, actually, you're probably gonna get assigned a co-counselor. Let me check. And he looks down at his clipboard. He says, it looks like uh, your co-counselor is Donovan Hayes. What? That's great. Cool. You know, we try to pair people up um, in the most conducive way possible. So, you know, you guys are going to have a great summer. This is very exciting. It's like they knew we were going to be best friends. Yes, it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. Well, th thank you, uh, Mr. Thanks. Kevin. Thank you. Uh, Brad, you are also hanging out um, in the hall, the meeting hall, and you see there's a kid who comes up to you. Um, he has, uh, like, the uh, Cam Judson shirt that's also kind of cut at the bottom, and he has kind of, like, a hoodie on. Um, he currently is wearing, like, a, like a gray beanie. Uh, he has, like, dark hair, and he goes up to you and says, Hey, we're co-cancelers. Sick. I dab him up. Do I re do I know this kid? Uh, you do not recognize this kid. Um, actually, go ahead and make a history check. A history check. That's a four plus three is seven. A seven. He seems familiar. Hell yeah, dude! Love it. I'm. I do not think I can ask his name because he seems familiar, and that would be a bad. So, and he knows who I am. It appears so. Is there a list somewhere that I could surreptitiously look at? Uh, you could ask Karen or Kevin. I def. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Hell yeah, dude. Cool. So I'm gonna drop my stuff at the cabin, and uh, you know, if you need anything, walkie-talkie me. He walks away. Sweet, I'll settle down in a second. Uh, pardon me, Karen? Oh, hi there. Hi, Brad. Good to see you. You're finally so glad a to be counselor. Back. So glad to be back. Very um, exciting. Who is my cabin partner? Oh, um, let me look. It looks like you are cabin partners with... Just give me one second. Uh, your cabin partner is with Jeremy Montague. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, it looks like you guys uh, both go to Ducrest, so that should be exciting. Hell yeah, go Dragons. Go Dragons. Um, hey, and I just want to let you know um, that if you get a chance, we're actually looking at putting together a little thank you card to your parents um, for their donation to the camp. Um, and we would really love it if you would help pass it around to all of the counselors to help sign it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, do you have it now? Oh, uh, well, I don't have it now, but I can give it to you probably later this evening. Sounds like a plan. Wonderful. Uh, you uh, get your cabin assignments. Um, and let me just check one thing really quick. Um, awesome. You guys... Uh, What's everybody doing with their, like, half hour of free time? Um, I'll, I'll talk to uh, <clears throat> Hal, and I'll say, should, should we check out the 
the cabin to make sure everything's you know uh, set up what do you what do you think we should do well, when I have free time at school, normally I find a nice shaded tree and I pull out my floating disc and I just kind of study different incantations and read whatever tome I brought to school that day. Um, okay. Um, we, we can go look at the, we can go look at the cabin. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's just put off. our stuff away there real, real quick and I'll get uh, changed into my new shirt. Yeah. Do you, is this what you wear like every day? <laughs> um... Uh, yes, yes. I mean, something like this. Um, uh, yeah. Cool. All right, let's go to cabin. Heck yeah. You guys head over to your cabin. As, uh, Kevin hands you the keys, he goes, uh, right, so you guys are going to be in cabin 17. Um, just a heads up that it does look like your guys' windows got left open over the season, so they're, uh, might be something living in your cabin just like make sure you take a look make sure it's all good for our campers before they get here tomorrow here's your keys yes thank you mm. seems like something that should have been handled by adults yeah yes i mean adults do know what they're doing um Adults, I, I'm, adults almost always know what they're doing sometimes it doesn't mean they're nice but they typically have a plan Yes, I mean, some of them are, uh, you know, I, I don't really care for authority, so. Well, if there's a, so, if there's something in our cabin, we have our trusty radios. I go to turn it on. Is it is there any charge on the radio? Yeah, you turn on the radio, it crackles to life, um, and uh, you tune into the, the radio, the signal that you guys are going to be using on your walkie-talkies, the channel. Fantastic. Let's go. Yep. Heck yeah. Uh, you guys uh, make your way towards the cabin. Uh, Brad, you get handed a uh, cabin key uh, by Karen. She says, alrighty, Brad, you and Jeremy are going to be in cabin 18. Um, so feel free to take this, start moving your stuff in, and uh, let us know if you have any questions. Remember, dinner's at 7. 7-12-7. Heck yes. I take my stuff and I, I hoof it to cabin 18. Heck yeah, you make your way to cabin 18. You see Jeremy's stuff is like sitting on the tiny little front porch of the cabin, uh, just kind of in a pile, and he is nowhere to be seen. That's fine, I'll move his stuff in. Cool. Uh, you start moving your stuff in. Hal and Donovan, you guys approach your cabin. You see, indeed, on the uh, half of the building, all of the windows are currently open. Uh, looking inside, it's dark. It's a, a larger cabin. All of these cabins hold around uh, like 10 or so campers. So they're big and there's lots of bunk beds um, and whatnot. Uh, and you guys walk up to the front door. What do you do? Um, I, get, I guess I have the keys, so I'll try to, or we both have a key. I'll try to unlock the front door. Awesome. You unlock the front door. Um, as you do, the key fits perfectly, still works. It's a little rusty, so you have to jiggle the handle a little bit. Um, and the uh, door to the cabin, you hear like the bottom of the door kind of brush the uh, cabin floor as it opens, but it uh, opens right up. You are looking into uh, the cabin. Go ahead and make some perception checks. All right. Yeah, I'm not walking in yet. 13. 13? Um, and then I got an 11. 
an 11. Uh, Hal, as you're kind of glancing into the cabin here, there are spider webs everywhere. Um, The inside of the cabin is thick with spider webs, uh, floor to ceiling, across to bunks. Um, It is a a forest, practically, of them. Um, Ew. Um, hang on, I have an incantation for this, so we don't want to be cleaning this up. Um, also, and I reach into, uh, my messenger bag and go, Thelonious! And the little, uh, weasel kind of hops out. He has light brown and then black spot fur all around, and he's so cute. He has a pink little nose, and he, right when I call him, he kind of hops out and jumps up onto my shoulder. And I say, hey, um, can you go just sneak around in there, see if there's any, uh, any raccoons or bigger things, and, uh, don't get into any fights. I don't want to have to bring him back tomorrow. So um, just be safe. And uh, as he goes off to do that, I start uh, flipping through. I have all these just leather-bound papers. And so I pull three out, and I'm searching for a certain paper. And go, ah, here we go. And I start um, casting uh, Unseen Servant awesome. as a ritual. Uh, you, uh, Thelonious, hops off your shoulder with a little squeak and scampers into the dark cabin. Um, you start casting Unseen Servant. Um, Donovan, as you're looking in and, uh, how on, upon second glance, you see this too, um, in the spider webs that are inside this cabin, um, you start to see little clusters, probably like five and a half inches long, um, wrapped thick in spider webs so much that it obscures whatever is inside. Um, and you see there is one, uh, as uh, Thelonious scampers in, he disappears underneath a bunk bed. Um, and you see one of these little pods uh, start to squirm and move. And as it does, the entire kind of forest of spider webs also vibrate. Uh, you finish casting Unseen Servant. All right. And as I finished casting, I had a piece of wood and string attached, and then they both kind of get all consumed up and go, ah, he should be here. Um, Bartholomew? Nope. Bartholomew. Mm, that can't be your name. I can't say that name. Harry? <laughs> give me a give me a tap on the shoulder if you're here. <laughs> you feel a uh, tap on your shoulder. Perfect. All right, Harry. Um, can you just go in there and just kind of start swatting away spiderwebs? There's a lot of stuff in there. Uh, you watch as the air kind of ripples and this kind of little gust of wind floats into the cabin. As that happens, Hal, you hear Thelonious uh, screech. No! Thelonious, come back! I am not stepping into the cabin. You uh, call for him to come back, but he does not come back. He continues. I, I scamper for my radio, and I, I click it, and I go, um, uh, there's, uh, we, there's something happening. Um, there's uh, something. I had uh, a cabin 17. Um, there's a thing, and uh, I think it would be nice if uh, Kevin or Karen, there's cabin 17. 
uh, you hear uh, Karen come on the radio and she says, um, hi, I am assuming this is Hal. Hi, Hal. Um, I hope your downtime is going well. Um, we're just going to ask that we, everybody make sure, and this is not a direct attack at you, um, everyone make sure that all announcements that are made on the radios and the walkie-talkies um, are emergency purposes only. Um, we are a little bit uh, busy right now. Um, but just give us probably around 15, 20 minutes and we should be able to come help you. So just hold tight and we'll be there soon, okay? Um, and as you hear her call and you hear uh, Thelonious and you see him kind of scamper from one end of the cabin to the other. Um, and he has like a giant scratch down him. Does he come to me when I call this time? Uh, he does not. I hit back on the radio, I say. With all due respect, this is an emergency right now. Please come to Cabin 17. There is something that is hurting my weasel. <laughs> uh, you hear uh, Kevin Huff on this time. He says, hey, Hal, dude. It's good to hear from you. Glad you're learning how the radio walkie-talkies work. Super awesome. Uh, we're going to be there soon, I promise. Probably around 15, 20 minutes. Um, so just hold tight. We'll be there in just a moment, okay? Hell, and I think um, Donovan is going to slip his, like, um, it's like a Rolex watch, and it's thick, and he slips it around his knuckles on um, his oh right uh, hand, and he says, I, I, I think we'll be able to take care of this. Um, and uh, Donovan walks into the, uh, the cab. Donovan? Donovan, wait! Uh, as uh, Hal calls out, Donovan, wait. Donovan steps into the cabin with the uh, Rolex watch on his knuckles. Um, and I will need uh, you guys to roll some initiative, please. Brad, you see this happening from across the way. You hear uh, on the radio as well, uh, Hal's pleas for assistance and Karen and Kevin's uh, admission that they will be there soon. I mean, I absolutely go help. Uh, you run up the front steps. Uh, we'll have you roll initiative as well. And at the top of our next session is when we'll begin with initiative. Heck yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. This has been Camp 5E. Thank you so much for listening. Big shout out to Ross Bugden for the use of the track Something Wicked in the intro and outro. Check out Ross on Twitter and Instagram at Ross Bugden, B-U-D-G-E-N. This podcast is edited by myself and stars Dane, Brian, and Sadler as our fearless camp counselors. Stay tuned for the next episode of Camp 5E, which comes out November 14th, where we'll find out just what horrors lie within the depths of Cabin 17. Until then, thank you again for listening, and stay safe out there, campers.